this is the final episode of this video format. I've been making these videos every week for almost seven years now. Um, we have 224 episodes and I had a blast, but I think it's time for something new. Uh, beginning of next year, I'm going to come with a new format with a different positioning and I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as my weekly videos. So I have to say this welcome in the last episode of Steven's Week and I hope you're going to enjoy this last episode everyone. Nike acquired a company called RTFKT this week, and it's a company that is an expert in working in virtual worlds. And basically what Nike wants this company to do is create virtual sneakers, um, sell them as NFTs, sell them for the metaverse. Um, and this is an, another attempt or a second step that Nike is making to really move into this world of virtual fashion. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about how they're going for their own brand and license that as a virtual product. So it's very clear that Nike believes in the world of virtual fashion, that people will have a digital identity that needs to be dressed up. And then of course, Nike wants to play a prominent role in that. So this acquisition is another step in this uh, in this world it's also an important signal in terms of branding uh, that nike is saying we don't just want to be your partner in this physical world but we're also want to be in your digital lives and we're wanna, we want to we want to play a leading role in that and and as i mentioned last time this whole world of digital fashion is just fantastic to be in imagine that you sell millions of virtual sneakers. You don't need a factory, you don't need factory workers, you don't need resources, you can just scale them endlessly and probably sell them for almost as much money as your physical shoes. So the opportunity is huge and Nike clearly wants to take this opportunity to the next level. Google is ramping up to build a huge augmented reality platform. There have been a number of interesting job listings that they published and there's the head of augmented reality from Facebook that moved to Google recently. So there are many signs that show that they're working on a platform like this. Now, we all know if Google is building a new platform, the goal is always to reach at least 1 billion users. Um, and it's interesting to, to find out what Google will do, because if you look back to it, they were the pioneers in augmented reality. I think most of us remember the Google Glass. I think it came out back in 2013, 2014. Um, and it was like the, the Commodore 64 of augmented reality. It was very expensive and it wasn't really robust, um, but they have a learning curve there. And now you feel that the market is getting there, that hardware and software is getting there. And Google, of course, wants to play a crucial role there. They have the advantage that 2.5 billion people are using Android around the world, which could be a, a, a real strong base to build the augmented reality platform on. So. The, the battle in the Western part of the internet, at least, will be between Google, Meta, previously known as Facebook, and Apple. All three of these companies now are really ramping up to invest in the next computing field, the next interface, augmented and mixed reality. There was a study this week in the US that asked um, citizens of the United States their, their opinion about super apps. And it became clear that there's a large opportunity out there for super apps. 67% um, of the US population actually says that they would like to see some of their online activities combined in one super app. And 11% is saying that they would like to have all their digital activities in one super app. And if we dive deeper in that study, it becomes clear that people would like to combine everything that is related to travel, 
entertainment, shopping, and payments. So a company that manages to bring those four together in one super app has a huge opportunity in the market. And, and we all know from, from China that super apps can be very powerful. Uh, the Chinese digital infrastructure is controlled by a number of super apps. Um, in the Western part of the internet, we have Amazon, we have, uh, we have Facebook, but they don't combine everything yet uh, like they do in China. And many people are opposing against those super apps. But if you ask the population, they would be very interested in a convenient way of bringing multiple parts of their life together in one app. So guys, this was the last episode of Stephen's Week. Um, the only thing that rests me now is, is thank all of you for being here week after week, for watching all my videos, um, sharing it, uh, liking it, giving your thoughts and comments. Uh, subscribing to my channel. I really appreciate all of you being here week after week. Um, I learned a lot with this format. I, I had to stay in touch with, with all the content week after week. So it was very important for me. And I also hope that it brought inspiration to all of you. Um, as mentioned in the beginning, stay tuned because somewhere in early next year, I'm going to come with a new format and I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as you enjoyed Stephen's week. Thanks for watching. Happy holidays. Take care and happy 2022.